Welcome to Inside Out with Sahas and Ali, episode 10. I can't really believe that we have reached to episode 10 and how consistently we have been working towards it. Uh, and especially thank you for all the support that we have been getting so, uh, so much from everywhere, like from all over the world, in fact, I would say, India, Pakistan, Canada, US, UK. UK, just, yeah, I had some people from the UK calling us out. It's really ab- interesting. Absolutely. So I'm really honored that like so many that we are we have been able to resonate with so many people all around the globe. And uh, it just makes us believe that whatever we are doing, we need to keep on doing even more and going stronger in this. Uh, for those who are watching it for the first time, uh, what we do is we talk about mindset, mental health, challenges, and belief system and push you to ask more whys to help you find the genius inside of you. Yes, I said genius because you are one. And today we have a very special guest, Lokesh Gaglani. He's from India, Chennai se hai, and which is why we are going to keep this conversation a little bit in English. So sorry, <laughs> our English friends, <laughs> if you don't understand it, which is why we are going to put, uh, niche, uh, we'll put the uh, subtitles if uh, you want to watch it on YouTube, but I'm really looking forward for this one. Lokesh, thank you so much for making it happen for uh, our uh, 10th episode and uh, welcome to Inside Out. Thank you, guys. Thank you for inviting me. I'm actually quite honored to be here. It's a privilege to be here. And what you guys are doing is just amazing. If this is probably the core and it's going to help so many other humans uh, get better and solve issues in their own lives. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. So kudos to you. And thanks for having me over here. No, thank you. Thanks thanks to you, man. And Amari was then bad with you, Lokesh. Like, uh, Ali and all the other people who are uh, like meeting Lokesh for the first time, this is my second conversation with Lokesh. So uh, Lokesh is also a part of the council, the mastermind, which I'm part of. And uh, Mark Smith, got me introduced to him and uh, man you've got a story to tell <laughs> and uh, i mean we have usti uh, then i think we humne kitni discussion ki thi and the way that you uh, spoke about some incidents in your life i think there's so much so much that people can relate with it and people uh, you know unki uh, so we are going to talk about a little bit of that stuff also today. And uh, just before we start, a little bit about yourself. Kabai Canada, what do you do and uh, how your journey has been so far? Sure, sure. So Kabai Canada, I, I've been here for a little more than four years, almost five now. So I've been here for five years almost. I... Um, yeah, I had a like a normal full-time job in India and uh, got the PR, moved over here. And I had like a three, five-month-old baby at that time. And we moved over here. We decided to move from India to Canada for better opportunities. Um, but I think since my daughter was born, a lot of things in my life have, have changed. Uh, so she's an integral part of... Uh, yeah, you were just stuck for a second. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so she, yeah, she was an integral part. I mean, after she was born, it was almost like you know, she is. Uh, I want her to to. I know that she's going to copy me, right? And a lot of ways, that's what kids do. I mean, they don't really 
listen to stuff that we tell them to do, right? But they usually copy us. And so I wanted to be very aware of what I am doing and what she is going to do because she's going to learn from what I'm doing and then copy that. So yeah, I think five years back is when I would say this new journey for me had started um, where I was a little more conscious of everything that I was, I was, you know, doing. Uh, yeah, so that's how, that's how my journey started, how I came to Canada. Um, and I am part of council, like you had mentioned, that's a real estate group uh, where uh, very lucky to be part of uh, Ben's group and the culture that those guys are creating over there. Everybody is very helpful, uh, you know, just helping each other. So that's my story. And I, I can get deep into a lot of things, why I started in real estate or how that has impacted my, in my life and other stories that you spoke about. So what, let's go ahead and uh, tell me what you want to hear. Um, let's start with the fact, uh, what made you really cognizant about the fact that uh, you have to be really particular about whatever you do in front of your kids and they're going to copy you. So what was the thought behind that? Uh, the thought was, I think it was easiest for me to be an example for my daughter. Uh, so I wanted to lead as an example, right? I am kind of forced in a leadership role, I would say. Uh, and I love to, I love her so much that I want the best things for her. And I know that uh, there are things that one can do right, in our own lives, like the power of choice that we have. Before that, it was more like a pattern that you know something happens and this is the way you just react out of an emotion, react to things out of emotions. But then when I got a little more conscious and because my daughter was there, uh, I started, I started understanding that I'm react, I'm reacting to something just based on emotions, and that's not really me, uh, and that's not what I want to project to my daughter. Also, so so it came off very strongly in my life. Uh, her presence came off very strongly, and then I started understanding consciously observing how I was or what I was doing in this in these terms right just reacting or saying things uh, that I didn't really want to say or didn't really mean but came out of my mouth and let's say anger or something else um, and then I started I started going in a little more deeper like what is this what is this anger or what is what is this emotion and why is this happening? Why am I doing something like this when I really don't want to do it? Um, so so I, th I think that started a journey of going in a little deeper and just understanding myself a little bit better. Okay. Wow. Uh, Ali, you have any questions? Yes. So um, speaking about your daughter, Give us a little more background about that. How old is she and uh, how have things been? And um, ever since moving to Canada, because I know a lot of parents that move to Canada with kids, uh, it's, it's a big change, not for just them, but also for the child as well. 
Yeah, so she's she's five years old. She hardly knew anything when we moved mm-hmm. here. She hardly uh, remembers anything from India. But uh, it was uh, a conscious decision for us to move to Canada. We wanted a better. I mean, I I personally just like to be closer to nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've we've seen like floods and stuff in in India where our we were living on the ground floor and our in Chennai there was a huge flood and the whole house uh, was in the water basically so and you know a lot of that has to do with like cutting trees and the water not being able to get into the soil and it's just flowing freely right mm-hmm. so. So I, I, I wanted to be very close to nature and that was one of the core reasons why I wanted to move to Canada. And I think after moving over here, I've realized the kind of uh, importance that, that people over here give to life in general. I mean, I was surprised when I was driving around and I saw, you know, turtle crossing board, there was a board like for turtles to cross and or tortoise to cross, and I was surprised that every being over here is important, and that's it's amazing to see what, uh, how much importance they give to every life over here. So, uh, you know, it just stuck with me, and I'm grateful uh, for for Canada and for being over here also. Wow, you know what? That's really interesting to say that because most of the stories I hear about people when they say why they moved here. It's usually about the money or the jobs or, um, you know, uh, less stress from the environment. Yours was very unique. Yours was more passionate about nature. And um, it kind of shows what kind of person you are, obviously. Uh, you're more of the gentler soul. You care more about nature, obviously. And that's something I don't come across much often when I speak to people. And it's a fresher breath air, I have to say. Yeah, I mean, I have been close to nature. I have, I feel very strongly uh, with nature. So definitely that's one, one part of, and I wish I could like do things that would help even in India, right? I mean, um, so I heard about this Sadhguru going around raising funds to, to basically help uh, rivers, you know, improve the water over there. And I, uh, that's something that that I would definitely love to do. I'm passionate about just getting. I mean, in a way, look, we are human beings. Uh, I've sometimes wondered, and I, I felt that what are we really? Uh, we are this this earth, the sun, the air, the water, right? All of all of the elements that we talk about, and that is that is what we are. I mean, that's our physical body that's made up of just these things. That's all. So it's so much a part of us, but many of us are not aware of the destruction that is that we are ourselves are doing towards this, these life forces that are giving us life. Uh, yeah, so I mean that that is definitely a passion of mine. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Lokesh, can you tell us something about your childhood? How was it? Like, how did you grow? Where did you grow? And uh, what kind of an emotion were you going through at the time of your growth? How were your parents like everything around that time? 
uh, I think my, my childhood, yeah, I, mean, I was in Chennai throughout. Uh, every year we used to travel to I think the northern part of India. My cousins were over there. So it was every summer, every vacation, we would wait for that, go around in the trains and those, those memories are still with me. Um, in terms of how it was, I think it was very carefree, very carefree, but I was always uh, very close to my mother. I mean, if you compare me and my brother, I have always been, so that's, that's probably one of the things that has impacted my life. Uh, I was very close to my mother and I used to be so, uh, I would want her to be with me, like as a kid, like as a very small kid, I would always want her to be with me. And I have, sometimes I was even jealous of my father because <laughs> when she would talk to my dad, I was a little possessive, you know, no, 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 just talk yeah. to me. So I, I was like, I wanted her and uh, I, she still tells me, she, she reminds me sometimes that, you know, when I, I would sleep in the afternoons taking a nap and I would want her to be with me, but she had work to do, right? So she would just put that, dupatta bolte, right? she would uh -huh. just keep the dupatta in my hand so that I would have some kind of uh, support and she would go and do her work and I would think that, okay, she, she is there with me. So, and, uh, you know, I, so yeah, that was there. But after I started growing up, it, it kind of reduced on my side. Uh, and then there was a little bit of clinging, right? That, that clinging stuck with me. And that clinging was there even for, let's say, my first girlfriend. Uh, and then, so sometimes, sometimes I used to now, after I grew up even, uh, there was a lot of, when you have so much clinging or attachment towards something, it also causes a little bit of hurt, right? I mean, I've, I noticed that I notice came later but then this clinging was there and uh, I I saw that you know I was so uh, sad sometimes that this person is not talking to me this person is not this person doesn't love me this person is you know uh, something is wrong here so these were stories that I was telling myself obviously these were not true this was just my perception which I didn't understand at that time, but but all of these things were happening, and uh, and then I started questioning. You know, I I, I was desperate. I was uh, and I started questioning why is this happening with me? Why is this happening with me? So I got some memories uh, about this, about how it started, and. This episode that I told you, which I had completely forgotten about for so many years, and it, it had happened at that time. And I wanted my mom to love me, and <laughs> she was playing around. Um, so it, it has been there for a very long time. But then I realized that it's not like it, I realized that these are just stories that I'm telling myself, right? And this is an expectation that I have for whatever reason, maybe from even from a lot of people like don't believe, but even from let's say previous births, because that's what we talk about in, in, um, in my religion. So 
it was something that's strongly with me for a very long time from the time that I was a kid. So I still remember that, right? But that was not serving me. And so I started understanding my relationship with expectations. And then I understood that I was only burdening myself with expectations. It was like a huge burden that I was carrying on my shoulders, my head. And it was not, it was not letting me be free. It was not letting the other person be free, okay. right? So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, once I came into terms with that, things started changing. I was like, this is an expectation. And it's, in life, I don't, my mother has always said one thing to me, keep your hand like this and not like this, which means that, you know, keep your hand, uh, make your hand to give, give thing to somebody, give somebody some gift, but don't like, you know, mangte matro. So, uh, so that that was one thing. And then I was like, okay, I want to give. I want to give a gift. This is not really giving any gift. This is like asking or having that expectation. Yeah. And so I I was like wondering how to turn that around. And once I stopped having that, I felt that freedom within me and in my wife's life, in everybody else's life. She is free. She is happy. She's not burdened because of my expectation and I'm not burdened. I'm very happy and very free uh, after I, after I realized that. So. Yeah. It's very difficult. Like whatever, uh, whatever journey that you went through, through your childhood, the way that you have been grown up, the way, the kind of expectations you have had with your mom and later on, you don't realize it, but up evolve that you think you start taking that thing for granted that this is something that I deserve. This is something that has to be there no matter what. So that shifts from one person to another, that shifts from another person to a different. You're not helping anyone with that, right? And you realize that not many people do. I remember that fact that uh, when I was in college, I had my first relationship and uh, when I had my first relationship and that was one of the most fucking craziest relationship that I've been into because that changed me. That really changed me. I uh, went in uh, under depression and all that stuff happened. But like expectations, like expectations, I see like if you're meeting because college, college that, you know, it's new love, everything. Why am I not? Why is she not talking to me? Why is she not calling me? Why is she not texting me? Little, little things. But I started, uh, you know, and why I started hurting myself and I didn't realize by the time I started getting into depression and it was not hurtful to any other person at all the same way. You don't realize it, but if you keep on doing that, if you don't change anything around you in the environment, something like that. I went under depression. I mean, there were expectations like, and to be honest, like she was also pretty mean to me, mean to me in a way that, uh, very mean to me, <laughs> I would say, I remember incidents such as I know. The kid in me, like when I used to go back to college, I'm meeting her. I'm about to meet her after two months or so. And she's coming in front of me. And I'm thinking in my mind, will she even shake my hand? Will she give me a hug? Or she'll just pass away? 
and the third thing happens no shake hand no giving me hug and i mean i was like like why so wo expectation natural thi mere liye bhi aur kuch mere khud ki bhi banayi hui thi but then i realized why my happiness is so much dependent on somebody else's expression and emotion and action and that is not usko to koi farak padega hi nahi main apne aap ko ruin kyu kar raha hu and mm-hmm. that was the time when you know self internalize kiya realize kiya meditation kiya kafi cheeze ki then started putting myself into other work and then i realized oh this life is mine and i fucking take charge of it yeah. i don't give it to somebody else because the moment you give it you lose control aur aap mein expectations zyada aa jati you become more material so yeah that just reminded yeah. me when you said that experience that is that is so true i mean that is so true uh, but it, it all these experiences also are the reason that we are here and we are what we are absolutely uh, right and mm-hmm. that is that is a that is a way to grow i think that that experience had not happened you wouldn't have been here i wouldn't have been here not at all yeah I totally okay. believe that i totally believe that because mujhe pata when that happened i became a completely different person i totally overhaul ho gaya mere life ka mm-hmm. that didn't change me i wasn't that uh perturbed like i was very unperturbed very caref- carefree careless kind of a guy but that just changed me overall so i thank her in fact uh whatever that she did knowingly or unknowingly or whatever but that just changed a part of me which is like completely a different person altogether yeah yeah and i think the bigger part is that in any situation if you're walking away with a lesson um it's a win win you already won something you didn't get the girl you wanted but you got a lesson uh, i think that's an approach you take in anything in life uh, you when you lose but you learn something uh, sahas you also मुझे याद है तुम बहुत कुछ टाइम पहले ये बता रहे थे एंड दिस रेजनेटेड विद बिकॉज लोकेश सेड द सेम थिंग इज दैट वन वे यू फॉर मेंटल योर मेंटल हेल्थ ऑफ दैट बीइंग टाइम वाज यू स्टार्ट गिविंग वैल्यू सो इन दिस केस यू स्टार्टेड लेट्स से वॉलंटियरिंग राइट फॉर यंग ऑर्फेनेज फॉर गर्ल्स मोस्टली एंड दैट रियली हेल्प्स यू help you take things in your perspective and change your overall opinion and everything it's really interesting you know how that works Absolutely. really interesting like, uh, lokesh also said very important factor ki aap this or that like mm-hmm. what do you want to choose so for me also like if i really want to be happy if i really want to uh, you know uh, be a better person or better uh, version of me instead of expecting i should start giving so that is when i started working for uh, missionaries of charity india mein mother teresa uh, organization not working to be honest like it was more like you know it gave me peace that i was doing something more than my just thinking about myself like how what kind of a misery and uh, shitty situation that i am in and thinking about like uh, mother teresa house mein like there were kids who were mostly girl child girl children like given away by their parents or not having their parents or you know female infanticides or ye sab cheeze kafi predominant thi in long time back but kuch kuch tribal areas mein villages mein still it happens the same way right so that just made me realize that i'm missing an important piece that my life is not just for myself it's actually to help somebody else in making their lives better and unless i'm not doing that i don't deserve to be happy so i need to be giving first and then that will bring me happiness more mm-hmm. 
And Lokesh, you said the same thing as well. You started giving value and that really helped you change uh, your perspective in life, right? So, so what kind of things were you doing? So for me, it is slightly, slightly different. I mean, yes, that value thought is always there and I still try to uh, inculcate that in everyday life. But it was also, you know, when you're miserable, and I have gone through stages of being miserable and I was really miserable at times. Uh, and at that time, you don't really have the power to even think properly. Uh, so one thing is, for me, it was important to find the peace in myself first. Mm-hmm. Once I started finding peace and happiness, I was able to give that. I was able to be, you know, contribute in other people's life. But because if I am miserable, that is what I'm going to give to another person. Um, so, right. One of the, what helped me was meditation has helped me uh, enormously. Uh, and, and I just wanted to read out this quote by Oliver Jenkin, uh, just about expectations. So there are two quotes actually, and I hope I can read it out properly here. He says in this meditation, the, the key is not to care. The irony or paradox is that if you do that, your ability to care increases tenfolds. It is not so much that we don't care. It is that we are not so attached to the outcome. So in not, you know, if you're not attached to the outcome, that is what your expectation is, right? Our expectation sometimes is like, this person should talk to me, this, or this person should do this, something like that. But if you're not attached to the outcome, let the other person live, be free. I think that is freedom in itself. And, and he says another thing is freedom does not come with a medal. It comes with the quiet knowing, the spring in your step, the lightness in your heart. Mm-hmm. So when I started Realizing all these things, I knew, I mean, I, I thought I have the power. I have that power of choice, right? I have the power to choose freedom, to choose happiness. And once I was able to do that, then I started contributing. Until then, until that point, it never occurred to me that, it did not occur to me, right? But uh, I think Sahas did a great thing by, by volunteering. For me, it was like I was stuck in myself. I was like, I am struggling. This is like my life is like this and my life. There was a lot of blame and complain, I guess, to myself. And then once I started realizing and understanding my own thoughts because of meditation, I started observing these are the stories that I'm putting in my my own mind. And I can change and shift the story. Once I started doing that and started focusing on the good stuff, things started changing. And then when things started changing, I found more happiness. I found more control in my own life. And then I was able to also give that to other people, also able to contribute in other people's lives. Absolutely. And I don't know, like, I remember, like, when I was also going through all that stuff, it's, it's never that easy, right? I mean, because even if I took that volunteering, while a uh, phase of my life that came in it wasn't like you know oh i have a quick re- recognition now what this is what i need to do it was like i was deep down under like you know it's all darkness all around me and many we recently i shared a poem with uh ali at that moment mm-hmm. of time you know uh the writer side of me 
was <laughs> really really very alive to us time pe you know the kind of things that i used to write i mean they were really really dark they were really like you know they were just like shit dark to i mean wo you re- remember ki aap you are at the end of the well now how do you pick yourself up there could be other matlab ki your possibility was through meditation you did that uh i tried that it didn't work for me because har ek mind ka alag alag hota i believe that i don't have that kind of a concentration power that i could i wish i wish i have that but meri wo abhi tak bani nahi hai kabhi meditation ke liye i started reading books that was the first time i in fact i started reading book one the first book that i ever read was uh, uh, the camino it was mm. by shirley maclean and that was a spiritual journey through all the seven uh, uh, you know uh, cardinal links of uh, i think something related to uh, just like a pilgrimage like a spiritual pilgrimage kind of a thing and the kind of experiences she shared just made me also you know uh, understand the spiritual side of the things so that was in a way a meditation for me but then again my meditation also started coming through you know going to volunteering and all that stuff and good support from my friends and all that stuff but i understand it's really hard to understand how and how can you come out of that well and that also like with a big smile and actually believe in yourself to actually make good around around you so how how so, it, yeah go ahead sorry sahas I, i just wanted to add one thing right about meditation itself because a lot of people have asked me a lot of people uh, asked me you know and a lot of people have said the same like similar thing it's amazing books are amazing right i mean i love books and i i read a lot of books and books have helped me tremendously uh and one thing about meditation is that a lot of people have said the same thing that you you mentioned here uh you know that they're not able to concentrate stop or yeah stop the thoughts let's say mm-hmm. right but the idea is not to stop the thoughts the i think from what i've learned in meditation is the idea is to observe the thoughts that come in right mm-hmm. so your anchor yeah they say anchor is your breath because it helps you come back to your breath but the thoughts are going to keep running the thoughts mm-hmm. are always running right but there will be a second or two seconds of gap somewhere where you come back to your breath you realize oh i'm i'm, I'm stuck in this thinking and then you come back to your breath right i mean if you're doing it for 15 minutes let's say but somewhere in those 15 minutes you may have those 2 seconds or 3 seconds and the more you practice those seconds increase there might be 30 seconds or 15 seconds when you're actually focused on your breath but then you go back to your thoughts mm. and that just keeps increasing but the power here is not about not having thoughts the power is actually being able to observe those thoughts when you keep practicing and keep practicing you will realize or understand even in real life or at least i did for me in real life i was when i was not meditating when i was talking to people what we talk is basically what we are already thinking about it's first it comes to our mind and then we are able to bring it to our our lips so these thoughts when you start observing them then you are able to do that even in real scenarios right and and for me it has helped because i was not then i i i stopped reacting the way i was reacting before 
I started using better words. And I think words make a lot of difference oh, yes. in relationships. Oh, yes. So, yes, I mean, what you have done is amazing. And, and thanks for sharing that. Um, but I think this will also help people. I mean, I just want to remove that, uh, these, some notions, right? I don't it is not about, yeah, it's not about perfection, but it, if you start observing it, it definitely helps mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. So for what I've heard and read is that you become more mindful of everything. So you get a thought and you're, you're immediately, once you've practiced enough meditation, you, you realize, oh, that's a negative aspect. You go back to your normal mindset or baseline, right? Uh, right now in your normal routine, you get all sorts of thoughts without practice. You don't realize what's coming and going out, what's a harmful thought, what's blown out of proportion and what's actually beneficial for you. That's what I've noticed with meditation is that the more mindful you get, uh, the more easier it is to pick out the helpful ones from the wrong ones. Yeah, definitely. It definitely helps a lot. And I think for me, it has gone beyond that. Every person has their own experience with meditation. I'm, I'm very closely uh, connected with meditation because of the magic that it has created in my life. I mean, I'm able to, not always, right? It doesn't happen always, but then I'm able to connect more with my heart. So there are meditations where you are actually connecting with your heart. Uh, you're, you're trying to feel your heart. And then the more you connect with your heart, uh, I think you're able to also connect with other people's hearts, uh, mm -hmm. which I think is also essential in any relationship. Right. Uh, so it, 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 yes, your thoughts, I think it starts with your thoughts, but then it also helps you understand your own body as well in a lot of ways, your own heart. Or, the body also gives you signs, right? Uh, when you're eating something, a lot of people eat something that the body doesn't really like, but they tasty. it's tasty and they like the taste of it, but the body may not like it. Mm -hmm. so the more connected you are with your body, with your heart, I think you will find clues. Like mm -hmm. for me, an example is that if I'm stressed, I can feel the some kind of a pain in the back of my neck a little bit. So I know that something is, you know, stressing me and I understand and I'm able to address it uh, at that time or at least able to breathe so that I, I give some, uh, release the pressure, I guess. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, meditation has, has helped me in just more than analyzing my thoughts. It has actually helped me connect with, uh, with God, with my heart, with my body. It has helped me mm -hmm. tremendously in many ways. Now, uh, sorry, 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 Ali. You, uh, uh, like, very important factor that you mentioned that you have been able to connect with your heart, your body, and your people around you as well, right? With the help of meditation. Tell us about that incident that you told me about the ATM story. Yeah. Uh, so I was at a meetup, at a real estate meetup, which which actually got uh, pretty delayed. And we, I think we closed after 11 or something when I got out of the place and I wanted to withdraw some cash. So I, you know, I parked my car and I walked into this ATM while going inside. I saw a few people standing there around the ATM, but I just went inside. I withdrew my cash and I turned around. And I saw that the guy was standing at the door, blocking the whole pathway. Um, 
and he had this he had his hand under his hoodie almost like pointing a gun at me so um and he he was like you know give me your cash i was frozen for a second there uh it's never happened to me i've only seen this in movies right so for the first few seconds i was trying to i was trying to see how how can i get out of the situation right i mean uh what do you call that fight or flight i was in that in that mode how do i like do i can i overpower this guy can i hit him or get out of here and where is the door how do i get to the door that was my first thing uh but then i remembered uh, i remembered a few things from uh, from this book never split the difference by chris was and he talks about uh, tactical empathy uh, it's actually a book on negotiation but he's done a lot of hostage negotiations so i started talking to the guy basically chris was talks about buying time and talking so i started talking to this guy and i try try to understand what is his you know reason what is what is so i asked him questions like okay what what do you need the money for so he started say you know he was a little aggressive he was like it's none of your business just give me the money and get out of here otherwise so he was threatening me uh, and he wanted to make it look like he had a gun under his hoodie and and i said look i'm trying to help you and i want to help you so just tell me what what is like what do you need the cash for um uh, and he said i need to go to mississauga this was in downtown toronto i need to go to mississauga so i said okay i have a car i have my car parked outside i can take you to mississauga what do you need to go to mississauga for so i just kept talking to him and he became a little aggressive i i got you know i got a little aggressive too in the sense that he jumped almost at me and i i stood my ground right and didn't back out uh but we had this 15 minute conversation i think over there and i told him look man i'm i don't want to hurt you i don't want to hurt you i know you don't have a gun there which i was guessing because it was not as big or pointy uh i i said i am only trying to help you here so somehow i was able to get through to him i said i know that you need help and i am willing to help you i can get out of here because i know that you don't have a gun but i only want to help you and let me help you so i don't know what got through to him but he after that he he broke down he started crying and he hugged me and he said i know i know you're a good guy man i know i know you want to help uh and and then he started telling me about a story that you know he was basically he just wanted a little bit of money uh because he owed somebody uh, a drug dealer some money so he was stuck over there he had his kids in mississauga who he had not seen for so many years uh it was a desperate situation for i mean i started thinking about me when i was stuck over there for the first few seconds but when i started talking to him it made me feel that this guy needs more help 
like this guy is an act this this is the guy who needs more help than i do over here right uh, so so yeah i mean that's what happened over there and and we got out of the atm after that uh, together and uh, i was just i mean i felt bad i i i really felt bad for for this guy wow But bro this is like so powerful on so many levels uh we're all humans right and uh, that understanding of putting yourself aside and in somebody's situation and talking in their language if we all start doing that the world would be a different place altogether but it's so hard for somebody to just get out of their own zone and not think about themselves for the whole run and that makes the whole difference out there and one very important thing that you said that was for the first few mo- moments you you were thinking about yourself how can i quickly make an action fail so that i can get out of the situation but you know the heart the gratitude the gratefulness comes in when you think that no this this guy needs more than i need to get out of the situation right now what can i do today so that i can put a little bit of more humanity in somebody else's life today bro so proud of you that you and thank you so much for sharing what uh, you shared today it's uh, really really meaningful and i think this will give so many people courage not just in terms of uh, you know spiritual self or for somebody else just for themselves that to realize that you're not just here to do everything for yourself you have to make an effort make a fucking effort to know somebody else and help them in their situation thank you so much for sharing this man yeah absolutely i mean i was very lucky honestly uh over there and to get this experience also but it's not it's not always right i mean everybody every one of us i think wants to be heard every one of us has a story to tell and in a lot of conversations we are all like saying things about ourselves you know and and everybody is doing that like i'm talking to a friend of mine i'm talking about me and the other person my friend is also talking about him uh so i am trying to now i'm trying to listen to the other person which is actually a, you know which is actually taking a lot of effort from my side and i still have to work on that uh it doesn't happen very often but but i'm grateful for that time when it happened in that atm i was able to be present and i'm able to be there and also in a way my life depended on it so yeah, like no like, yeah i totally get it like but not everybody has to go through that kind of a situation to actually you know understand another human being you were stuck in that kind of a situation and it worked well so guys don't <laughs> it's not the model <laughs> of the story is not that whenever you have a gun pointed towards you you have to try you you don't have to try to know every time in that kind of a uh, uh, yeah yeah I, and i think what you said what you said made a lot of sense i mean for for just for a brief period of time if you forget about your own needs and your own expectations or your own things and just be there for the other person i think that itself will make a huge difference right it's simply one one thing that really matters the most in this world is that how can we add more humanity into the things that we do that's it just add that and i think you'll see 
the ripple effect of that if one person tries to change one person the whole world changes that's it mm-hmm. yeah because we're all connected it's like honestly we're the best analogy i can give right now is that we're a, a spider web you move one part the entire web moves right like ripple effect everyone's connected in one e- in one way or not like an ecosystem so what you did right there um affected him and let's say if he him going forth now might be change he might change his mind or might basically see things from a different perspective and now what he will do going forward will impact the people he knows so forth and so forth so uh, yeah that's a really interesting story and like um i want to touch base on that a bit more uh and also going back to the fact you're talking about meditation and what now how how have things changed for you now after everything that's gone through uh you've gone through uh, as a person how are you seeing things in your perspective and uh in your in your general behavior in life and business a lot of things have changed i think i am enjoying this journey of growth uh in me and i see that i am not the person i was 5 years back or last year even um so i'm able to see that i mean i'm really enjoying this growth and the, there's so many new focus or when you're putting your intention i guess there's so many things that i'm learning about myself almost every day and i'm happier uh way happier i mean i i won't say that this is like every day thing right but there are periods there were periods when i was uh like i said a miserable for a very long time it almost became my personality uh now it's it's very different now most of the time i'm able to i'm able to present let's say the best version of myself and also enjoy uh enjoy everything first enjoy nature enjoy every moment and cherish or you know get that wo kya bolte hain usko uh really life ka ek ras jo hota hai usko enjoy karke i'm able to pass that on to other people and i get a lot of satisfaction and fulfillment from doing that definitely doesn't come every day i have my own problems and my own issues and my own uh, things that i have to deal with and there are days when you know everything is overwhelming uh but but i would say the period of being miserable has gone down drastically and even if it does happen i'm able to understand that these are thoughts in my mind these are thoughts that are running and i can change that it doesn't take too long to change that it it had never happened from like 15 or 20 years i was miserable and then now there are days when i might be miserable or i might have negative thoughts but but a lot of it i'm able to change now so so i'm grateful for and like i said i mean i uh this journey has helped me become closer to to god let's say right and mm-hmm. there's a god that i believe in and uh, amazing things things have happened in my life because of not because of me like i didn't choose to be in that area atm uh, in that scenario but amazing things have happened to me and i feel that 
I am not the re uh, reason for that, and that's uh, that's the power of God. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful every day. I think that's that has helped me also tremendously. Mm -hmm. It's Absolutely. amazing, and it's not like everybody becomes an expert like after you know you go through like you have a certain re regime or discipline or anything of that sort like i say we might be on a different level of learning experiences but nobody is an expert because if i were then i were a god so god is expert somewhere wherever he or she is mm -hmm. but uh, we are on different levels of learning man so this is what it is like it's just like if you just think of you know helping the other person in bringing one level up in whatever level they are on is what we need to be doing more. And, uh, and you're a great example of that, man, because uh, you try to help one person. And I'm sure that uh, there must be so many other amazing stories also in your life that you must have gone through. And how do you think, what, what would you give more credit to? Is it because of meditation that you have understood that this is the personality which is your internal personality or how did you discover this part of you? So I think this is still a journey for me. And there, there are still so many puzzles that I'm tr still trying to solve in me also. Uh, so I, I wouldn't say there is one thing that has helped me, but the whole, everything, or at least what I'm doing now consciously has helped me a lot meditation definitely is one of the one of the big parts um, books have helped me a lot there are a lot of a lot of books that i have been reading uh, have been listening to power of vulnerability is uh, a great book uh, so there are so many other spiritual books like Thich Hans books are there uh, so definitely Meditation, books, the whole journey itself, all the experiences that I've had, even all the negative experiences that I've had, they have they are also responsible for for the pain that I was in. Because of the pain, I was I was trying to find the answers. Only when you seek do you get, right? Mm. So I think that that has also helped me a lot. Yeah, for all the uh, viewers at the age of 17 to 22. And I think we have somewhere in between 25 to uh, 34. So that's the majority of people who listen to our uh, podcast. What we are trying to say here is that your life will never, It's if you think about the perfect life, it will never be perfect. You just have to start doing certain actions right now so that you can make more meaningful relationships and make your life better. And so the same question, going back, because I think we are just running out of time. One last question I want to hit you with is what would you say to people who are like in their 20s or uh, early age, teenage or adolescence, if they're in a very uncomfortable situation of their lives, how do they get out of it? And uh, how could you help them out? In yeah, sure. So one thing I want to tell, one, one thing I want to tell everybody is that Nobody is going to come and help you, right? I was, I was, uh, when I was in that state, I was like, somebody help me, you know, I would go tell my problems to other people. 
and i would i would hope that somebody would be, give me this magic thing magic stuff that somebody can tell me to you know just get out of this situation but people would listen and they would have their own because of their own experience they they have their own judgment some people will even stop talking to you right uh but i think when you take responsibility for your own life everything changes uh you have the power over this this body this being that you are you know i am lokesh gaglani and i'm never going to have the opportunity to be lokesh gaglani again so so yeah once i took the responsibility and i found out that i can change things yeah. that's when things started changing so i would encourage everybody to go deep understand yourself if you have to and spend years even to do that but you yeah. have the power to change your life that's fucking amazing because i totally second that because i believe like similarly to what you just said that you know you have one fucking story to tell how that story the narrative of the story is entirely dependent on you so if you're just thinking your graph and you are uh, let's say if somebody's in the hospital bed and i give this analogy quite so often that why does it go that way there are highs and there are lows there are highs and lows if you think that it's going to be stagnant that means you're already dead mm-hmm. the same with the same is with your life like if you think that it's always going to be high you're mistaken if you think it's always going to be low it could yeah. be only if you can try to you know uplift yourself it all depends on you you are the creator of your own story you are the writer yeah. of your story how fucking amazing you want to make it you make it yeah and one point i do also want to add to that is that no matter how hard you try that doesn't mean there's going to be a down there's always going to be a down uh what you have to be aware of is that how do you manage that downtime like it's how do you react to that uh that's more powerful not how you prevent it because that's something that you can't stop things happen but how do you how do you react to it how do you can how do you behave in a way that you can take it in and turn that into a positive yeah and even uh, i would just uh, correct it a little reaction will actually get you to do something could be sometimes stupid always act instead of react right because if you act right. you're going to absorb the thing listen to the uh, stuff around you environment around you and then take an action mm-hmm. so lokesh thank you so much for doing this and we are just about at time 7 pm we just got finished with that thank you so much for coming on i think you provided so much value to all the people who would listen to this in the future and so glad uh one last thing where can people reach you and how can they get connected with you yeah so just find me by my name i mean i'm on facebook on or instagram uh you can connect with me if you have any questions please feel free to you know ask me anything that you guys have anything that you guys need uh if there's any help that you need i am definitely uh available and i would love to help so thank you guys for having me it was a pleasure being here and what you guys are doing again is is uh, mind blowing amazing um this this aspect that you are raising over here is uh something that uh something that will be useful for so many people it will change lives so thank you for doing this thank, thank you so, you so much for coming on and saying that we'll we'll definitely get you again on the podcast because i think we have so many things for you also to share with the audience and i think that can they can really you know i relate with it and uh, there are so many mm-hmm. struggles it's like everyone's struggle to be honest like it's not like uh, 
just one or two people have it. So we're definitely going to get you again on the podcast. And thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. Take care, Lakesh. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, was guys. Good. It was a great one, and thank you so much for uh, listening to it. Uh, do follow us. Do like us. Do subscribe to our Inside Out on. In fact, we are also on YouTube channel right now, right? So yeah, it's just uh, guys. We just want to give you value in whichever medium, whatever platform it is. We just want to be there for you. So feel free to subscribe. Feel feel free to comment on whatever. Uh, you know leave your reviews on anchor apple spotify breaker google wherever you listening us on and uh, yeah we would really you know feel something that like something that if we have been we have been able to provide some value to your life we would love to hear from you thank you so much for listening to us and make sure to uh, share with your friends because we're going to have some really special guests coming on who are uh therapists psychologists and psychiatrists as well so that's going to provide you a lot more value because we'll be coming from someone who does this for a living so guys stay tuned and uh hopefully you love this episode take care